Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of fuckery. We're your disappointed but not surprised co-host. I'm Addie. I'm Alex. So we haven't recorded in forever. It's been like three weeks. It's been like three weeks. Sorry. And to all our avid listeners, we know you're very upset. But we had other circumstances that we needed to take care of. And Claude, our 40th episode guest, has been dealing with things in Texas with all the freezing that's going on there recently. Yeah, it's crazy there. Everybody dying, pretty much, freezing on the streets to death. So we had some things, but anyway, so guys, Claude is back. Yes. Claude is back. Back again. again. So we love having Claude on our episodes. Guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to every 10th episode that we do. Our reoccurring shit show storm of a guest Claude comes on. He has a doozy of an episode to talk about tonight. I cannot wait for this. I know the story. Alex knows brief of it, but it's, it's amazing. But before we call into Claude... So Alex and I had a day. We're probably a little tired tonight because we were in New York City all day. We did another combo session. For anybody that doesn't know what combo is, tell them what it is. Basically what it is, is it's the secretion from a frog that's found in the Amazon. And they take the secretion from the, the frog's back and they ship it over here on tongue depressors and um your what do they call them like not, not a shaman but like your person that's administering the combo it's a shaman so the guy that last time was a shaman and this time we did a different lady because the shaman that we had last time basically it, he says combo doesn't speak to him anymore she is technically a master combo practitioner practitioner yeah that's what they call it so um she administers it to us so what they do is they burn four or five points on your arm little holes and then they take the secretion off of the stick from the frog and they put it on the holes yeah, they, and, do, they take incense, so like an incense stick, and they'll burn like a tiny hole in our arm. So the venom seeps in. Yeah, so basically we're poisoning ourselves. We're poisoning ourselves to feel better in life. Yeah, and then, but it cures, like, you're supposed to do it like once every three months. It gets rid of like, um, like chronic illnesses. Yeah. It's supposed to really help with, it helps with addiction. It helps with, um, Just energy clearing, stagnant energy. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah, anxiety. The last time I did it, I had so much energy afterwards, but so this time, so what they do, she blew, um, like this hoppe stuff in our noses. Yeah. It's a tobacco powder that is blown in your nose that like literally goes in your nostril yeah. And it burns the fuck out of your brain. Yeah, it feels like you your feel head's it. on fire. <laughs> you feel it like seeping all the way in, going up and around. And then it goes down to your heart and your anxiety is just like, oh, it's gone. Even though your brain's burning. Yeah, they say it like goes to where you need it to go. Yeah. And it's like you're supposed to think good thoughts with it 
because it's clear it's clearing, clearing like your, your energy. energy but my brain was just burning yeah the first time i did it i was like that wasn't bad this time i was like holy shit <laughs> just like laughing at you i my eyes started immediately like spitting water out of them and i was like <laughs> you look like you had just come from like a sobbing fit i felt like i was yeah i no, was like your holy eyes were super shit puffy. my eyes were watering like a motherfucker <laughs> i was like jesus christ so then we do that. Then we did the actual combo. combo. So we poisoned our, well, the woman poisoned us. The woman us. poisoned us. So we sat with it for like 30 minutes on our burn hole. Yeah. I was just chilling. Addie did not throw up. I did not throw up at all. Last time I got really sick. This time I'm just like chilling. I'm like, all right, like. I can go for a walk right now. Not me. I puked. Alex was puking and I just started like laughing she at was, her. Yeah, her she face. was laughing at me. I was like, oh my God. And then I'm trying not to laugh because I feel like. Because it's supposed to be like a serious thing and you're serious supposed to be ceremony. like. Yeah, and I thought the lady was going to be mad at me. Yeah. I couldn't stop laughing when she was doing her like om shanti shanti and like hitting the floor like, and spinning around for yeah. the prayer in the beginning. I just started laughing. I couldn't look at her. I like I I just closed my eyes because I was making eye contact with you, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna burst out laughing. This bitch giggles, man. Once you start laughing in like serious situations, you can't stop. I know because I think we were kind of anxious to even be doing it because it's like you never know, right? Whatever. But uh, yeah, I puked. Not as bad as the first time though. The first time I did it, it was like exorcist style. Yeah. Um. This time it was just like. It was a night out of drinking and I felt like shit and I threw up a few times. So then they wipe it off after like 30 minutes when she feels that like you've had enough of the medicine and it's done its job for you. Like they could feel that stuff. It's like what they're drawn to, like what they're inclined to do. And then she put these eye drops in our eyes. What were the eye drops called? Sagana? Sagaya? Sananga. Sananga. It's tree bark something. And yeah. it's eye drops that she put in our eyes that made our eyes burn. Like burn to the point where I was like wriggling on the floor. I kind of was like. <laughs> yeah, I was like pulling on my like freaking sport bra. I was like. Ugh. And then she's like, did you blink? I'm like, yeah, what the fuck you think I'm wiggling like this for? I'm dancing to your fucking song. That it you were did. Singing? It made you do like a wiggle. Yeah, because it burned so, so bad. It felt like you got like cleaning product in your eyeballs or like really. Really and a large amount <laughs> of like acid <laughs> but so basically it has like antimicrobial properties antifungal properties anti-inflammatory she said it's supposed to clear out negative energy open up your third eye yeah which i'm all about um and also what was the other thing oh help you see Vision. sharper yeah and alex is blind i'm blind as shit but i really not that I could see better, like distance wise, but I felt like things were sharper looking. On when the we drive left. home from the city, you're like, I can see that. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, like see it that. just felt like a lot sharper. Like the colors were more vibrant to me. But it could be psychosomatic, but who knows? I like to believe in it. So. I love to believe in that. I just hope we feel good tomorrow because the last year when you did it, you the next day you got up, you were like going I felt for great. runs. You yeah. were like, I'm reading books. I'm going to write a life novel. Yeah. I'm going to conquer the world and become president. Yeah, I felt amazing. I didn't feel any different the next day. I felt no different the last time. But yeah. I'm, maybe tomorrow I will. Hopefully. But maybe not because like... <laughs> 
I didn't even puke from being poisoned. I know, but she said sometimes you don't. I don't think I drank enough water to throw up where the last time the guy was like forcing water down my throat. Yeah, so I guess everybody does it differently. Like the, right. the first time the practitioner made us drink like so much water. a lot of water and then he gave us these like industrial sized buckets to puke in yeah this she didn't make she made us drink like one glass of water with like minerals in it yes i think those are for like our electrolytes yeah and then um that's probably why i wasn't so violently ill but i remember dying afterwards like i drove home two hours in traffic from the city tonight we got sushi afterwards we were like chilling the last time i ended up passing out on my couch and like literally canceling all plans and dying afterwards yeah i definitely napped last I time cleaned after. my floor last time though because the fucking shaman <laughs> pissed all over my floor because he missed the fucking toilet instead of like being a big boy he peed all over the front of my floor i remember that but yeah it was fun overall it was and i felt really good after i was like damn i know i liked our little practitioner lady me too she was cute she was like 50 did not have one wrinkle she had one fucking wrinkle on her she looked great she was super nice yeah so nice but she had the combo scars all, all over, over her. her like i would say like hundreds hundreds yeah hundreds like covering her arm like tribal well, i think to get certified you have to do it um like hundreds of times because i remember the first guy told me that to get certified he had to do like 10 sessions in one day of that's it. a lot yeah so that if you're burning five times that's 50 50 fucking burns, burns on arm. you so she yeah. looked like she had like thousands almost because both of her arms were covered then she had her wrists covered her legs were apparently covered that is a lot that's a lot that's too much for me but yeah overall it was good we recommend it to anybody it's combo k-a-m-b-o we ha do it in new york city but i'm sure you can find it anywhere mm-hmm I recommend going to somebody that you know of that does it. Yeah, she was even saying, like, don't go to, you know, don't just go to anybody. Get a referral from someone. Right, because also you can, like, even if you go to, like, out of the country for it, like, in the Amazon, yeah, you like, can be getting some weird shit. Right, exactly. Like, you probably could be getting, like, for example, ayahuasca, but it could be mixed with God only knows what. Exactly. So, and, and they, she did ayahuasca, like, a hundred times. She said she's drank it a hundred times. I almost fell off Because you're like, how do you get that zen? And then she's like, well, I drank ayahuasca, like, a hundred times. Yeah, I was like, God damn. She's, like, straight DMT. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, because I was, like, saying, like, how I want to do ayahuasca. That's how I found out about the combo and stuff. And then she was like, yeah, well, uh, and then she was, I was like, yeah, I wanted to go to Peru, this and that. And she was like, they do it right here in Brooklyn every weekend. And I'm like, really? And she's like, and for someone who's drank it over 100 times, I've had my best experience in Brooklyn. Oh I my was God. like, fuck yes. I don't even have to spend that much on a plane ticket. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really recommend doing I, it a hundred times. No, and I definitely want to do combo a few more times before I graduate to ayahuasca. Yeah, that's like that's a 12 hour fucking trip. And yeah. sometimes you do not see shit that you want to see. Right. Like you see demons and stuff. Yeah, it's bad. So. What was the guy that we did last time? He was saying that he had like 
in a succubus. No, the mosquitoes were after him. They were like headless mosquitoes attacking him during his trip. Oh, he's yeah, and he told me that he had like a succubus, like right, a sexual demon attacking him, him. which wouldn't be that bad. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm okay with that. I feel like that's most of my exes. (laughs) Oh my god. All right, guys, we're going to call into Claude. We are so excited to have him on. Yes, um, we are. I'm not even going to intro it. Guys, here's Claude. Hey, hey Claude. Claude. Hey, ladies. Claude, How you doing? we're so excited to do this with you for our 40th episode. This is our fourth time recording with you. All right, yeah. Claude, like Claude, so Claude and us have been trying to get together for the past couple of weeks, but you've been crazy busy. Tell us about what's been going on. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's Texas, we had a, I'm in Houston, Southeast Texas, so we had a, um, a freeze and uh, it caused havoc. And uh, we got like a little bit of snow and, you know, it's only snowed here. I'm, it's only snowed here maybe three times in my entire life. And, uh, and so the roads, the roads froze over and they just shut down the city because nobody knows how to drive on ice. So they just shut it down. I lived in Charleston for a few years and they shut they like if there was like a, an inch of snow, they would completely shut the city down because they had no snow plows, nothing. But you guys were like crazy. Like you had major oh, yeah. freezing. I mean, people were dying where you were. Yeah, we had people die. Yeah, it was old people. They said twenty five people died over, over because of all this, and because uh, you know there's a lot of politics behind the grid, the power grid going out. Right. Um, it, you know, Texas has its own grid separate from the the rest of the United States. So, um, and it's it's just incredibly um, politically run. You know, it, it's a non government entity. So you know, people are you know crucifying Ted Cruz for leaving. They're like, hey, he went to vacation in mexico well he, he had nothing to do with you know what I mean? there's nothing he could have done he's a state senator that deals with you know senatorial issues not privately run non-governmental agencies yeah. so you know like and so you know and it was it's just really corrupt and and political so hopefully they're getting to the bottom of it they've already had all of the the people on the the board already um uh resigned you know in shame and uh they're looking at possible charges later, but uh, but other than that, the 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 uh, the, elect, the equipment, everything was fine. It was just the you know it was all politics. So yeah. anyway, my point is, I, I hate dealing with politics, but um, but so it caused people to you know just to freak the fuck out, and they were freezing to death, and no you know nobody has like big winter jackets down here. You know we're right on the Gulf, so um, you know people were freezing and. A kid died from hypothermia. Um, it was, you know, it was, it was crazy. Nobody here, I mean, very few people here have fireplaces. You know, if they do, it's just, you know, just shit for looks. Right. You know, it's got like fake logs in it, you know, a <laughs> fake fire. Well, you they know, were like it, going it, to Home Depot and getting like pallets of wood and yeah, burning them. Yeah, they were. And, and uh, Home Depot was, everybody's pipes broke. Um, you know, their pipe, the, the pipes froze and we use uh, PVC down here because we up until now have never had a reason not to. And uh, <laughs> so everybody's pipes burst. And uh, so they were uh, Home Depot has been completely sold out of pipe. Um, and uh, it, it's just been a nightmare, man. It was a nightmare. And, and we're answering calls. 
as a cop, you know, I'm answering calls that were just people fighting with each other inside. They're already pissed off about COVID. They've been locked up for the last year with each other. And this was just the deciding factor. And let me tell you something too, man, when people's pipes freeze and it gets, you know, this cold, nobody takes a shower and everybody stinks. (laughs) (laughs) Especially in these houses, man. Oh God. But it was was horrible. Did you just like walk into their house? It's like, oh man, you read. It's like, yeah, it's like B O T Z balls. Ah! <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So, uh, um, anyway, so we had, a, I was supposed to be on with y'all the other night, but then, uh, I got a call because we had a jumper off a bridge, and, uh, and the guy got up there and was, um, threatening to jump, you know, and he's, Oh, uh, I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it! And uh, and the funny thing is, is this particular bridge has a a monofilament net about 15 feet below the edge <laughs> that extends out about 20 feet, so nobody can see it at night. And uh, so the guy finally gets his balls and jumps, and he lands on the net. <laughs> no! He's screaming, no, no! Oh. And I hate heights, man. I'm scared shitless of heights, and I'm at the top of this damn Me thing too, trying Claude. to. Me too. Me too. Oh yeah. So when he jumped, I made this horrible noise, and all my, you know, I'm still a rookie cop, man. So all the the guys that you know were there, the the veterans that are there, they're all just like, "What the fuck was that noise you made?" They're like, "Are you a man or a woman? What was that?" And I. And, I, and it was the only thing I can describe is that when the guy jumped, I went Whoa! like that. <laughs> And I was trying to, I was, I, if any, if I could go back in time and use my diaphragm and make it more, no, it would have been saved me hours of ridicule from my coworkers. They were calling you and Mrs. Then, Gillespie the entire Yes, night. they were. Yeah. And, I, and I'm still traumatized by it, man. It's traumatic. So, <laughs> you sent me a video of it. I said the best description of that was like Cam from Modern Family. That like, Whoa! like the high pitch. That's exactly what it was. And, I, and one of the guys behind me even said, "Whoa, what are you gonna do? Hit him with your purse?" <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Come on!" But, uh, but yeah, I'm making. I'm laughing about it now. But at the time, I was shaking like a leaf. Man, it was it was traumatic. So but, what did the guy do? Was he just like pissed off when he leaped from the net? Yeah, yeah. He, he was then. Then when we were pulling back up, he was thank you, thank you, thank you for saving me. And it's like it, it, one of the one of the told him he stopped. You know, he was hypermental or anything. And one of the officers grabbed him before they put him in the in the ambulance. And they uh, they said uh, he goes listen. He grabbed him by both shoulders. Just calm down. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Listen. You have a second chance at life, sir. Use it wisely. <laughs> like, that was the most Hollywood thing he could have possibly. <laughs> Camera. So awesome. <laughs> Use it, was like it you wisely. Could a, you could see the epiphany on the guy's face. Like, I lived. I mean, it was like, like a, a white light moment from that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude, that's what it was like, something out of a movie. Oh, my and, God. Uh, and I'm screaming like a girl, and there he's giving life advice, and I'm just running circles, winging my wrists. 
The hand flare, like what? Yes, yes, jazz hands, jazz hands, and uh, (laughs) and so, but uh, but yeah, so so that was the night I was supposed to uh, I was supposed to talk to you, and and all that was going on, and I couldn't at the time I couldn't you know break and say hey okay let's do this hold on guys I got a podcast interview. We have a jumper, but please hold the jumper because I got a fucking podcast interview to do to update the family about ne- the last time what we spoke about. Oh, yeah. Oh. So the last oh, well. time you were on, you were telling us you had just started a relationship with a new girl. You oh, yeah. basically. So let's 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 go from there. Okay. So she's a little. Uh, Mm, mm, I would say, I would say sociopathic. <laughs> I don't know, mild <laughs> the term, but uh, yeah, she uh, she went through my Facebook page. Well, first she went through our text messages. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. And she went, "Who is who is Ashley?" Ah, screaming. Yeah, because that's uh, how I am in your phone is Ashley Dominguez, my Facebook Yeah, right, right. And and she was just furious because, you know, we were talking about filthy things. Well, we were also talking about her. Yeah, you were talking about filthy things about her, and then you sent me all her nudes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. I have, like, full nude tit pictures of her in my phone from our conversation but not for nothing we had to get a good look we had to get a good look because you were telling us and you were calling her un pussy the last time too right and like she saw that you were calling her un pussy to me and then you sent me like all her nudes we had to verify (laughs) yeah and and i I was proud of it because i mean you know she's got huge tits i had to show them off right but um (laughs) so so she uh, so she's, you know, I, I, we've broken up 37 times in a month since then. Oh shit. And, uh, yeah, man, we're, uh, you know, we didn't talk last night and then today she called me, you know, we have to talk, come over after work, you know, and I, and you know, I, the, the one, the worst phrase in the human language is we have to talk. Right. Like, what are we talking <laughs> about? It's either like. Uh, Something important, or she's pregnant, or something like that. The anxiety like goes through the roof after that. Oh, by the way, man, um, thank goodness, but she started menopause. (laughs) I don't have to worry about it because she told me she had her tube signed, and so I'm just free ball basting her pussy every night, man. I'm just (laughs) filling it and (laughs) shooting it all up in there. And uh, and I never even thought twice about it. It's like I forgot how babies were made, you know. And uh, and then and then she goes. She tells me the other day. She said, "Holy shit! I I'm three weeks late on my period." Oh like, no! She's already yeah, has like ninety kids from like all different types of all men different too. countries. Yeah. yeah. And so I said, "Fuck, man!" Um, and it was during the freeze. She goes, "You need to go get me three pregnancies." I said, "Fuck, you're breaking." What? You told me your tits were tied. She's like, yes, I'm an period. I saw that period, you idiot. And and, I, and she's like, this could be some kind of miracle. No. And I'm thinking, oh, more. So I run to the Walgreens, they're closed. Yeah, everybody's closing early because of the freeze. And I banged on the door to this lady. And I said, man, I'm emergency. I need pregnancy tests. But he was like, 
Oh, okay. So she opened the door, let me in, and uh, and I got to get the pregnancy test. So oh, she did three of them. They're all negative. It turns out she goes to the doctor. The doctor said, ah, yeah, we'll go to menopause. Okay, thank God. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the worst part is that she did it. She doesn't think she is. You right, know, she, and then you call her crazy, and she becomes even crazier. Oh, loses her shit. Yeah. And that's kind of what's going on now. But, um, but anyway, well, so she went through my Facebook page, not having my phone or anything, just, you know, she's a, I work friends on Facebook. She goes to, through my page, and every single post I put, and I'm pretty active on Facebook up until recently when I got fired from a police department for my, um, Facebook my post. social media activity. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Believe it or not, it was not sexual and um, <laughs> it was politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they, they, I got rid of, uh, rid of my um, social media for the most part. He goes into my page and started going to every single thing, every single post I ever made. You know, and there was, you know, and I post all day long. You know, when I'm, like I have downtime. Right. And anytime there was a heart emoji from somebody she would look up that person and if it was a female she made a list no psycho i didn't know she made a list you didn't tell me she wrote the names down on a piece of notebook paper that's weird handwritten and she was like oh this fucking bitch thinks she can fucking heart react my boyfriend's post fuck this cunt how long has she been fucking him and so (sighs) So, um, she sees, you know, this, this mutual, you, you and I have a mutual friend, um, Trisha. Yeah. And so Trisha had a new, um, had react, she heart emoji something I put, uh, that I, you know, that I, I posted. So she starts stalking on Trisha's page. Like, right. who is this bitch? And so she looks at the profile picture. And, um, and, and I guess she's got it public, you know, uh, Trisha does. And she sees where I reacted with a heart emoji. And I said, whoa, mama. Or I said, whoa, hot mama. Or God like damn. Oh, yeah, I think you said, yeah, God, said damn. God damn. A, <laughs> said, yeah, that's right. That's what I said. God damn. And so she, that's what I put. And, uh, so, uh. And it's just a picture of her face because I think Trisha has huge boobs, but she's uh, really self-conscious of them, but they're glorious. Yeah. And she has no reason to be self-conscious. And so she only puts like, you know, neck up pictures. And um, so that came to be my saving grace because, um, so I get the, we need to talk phone call. And so <laughs> I get over there, um, you know, and I, and I told her, I said, I, you know, I really fucking hate it when you do that. I said, I hate that phrase. I hate it when you either tell me or don't tell me. Then wait till you're with me and tell me. Don't tell me. We have to talk. Then I'm going to get nervous. I'm going to have diarrhea. And I'm going to fucking worry my ass off the whole way wondering who you caught me cheating with. Allegedly. <laughs> usually, which is usually true. So, <laughs> but, but so, uh, so I get the way to get there and she says, this Trisha. And I said, well, you know, um, a girl on Facebook, why? She goes, well, I saw that you heart emoji and you said, God damn, on her, pay- on her photo. And I just want to know how long it's been going on and how long you're going to make me look like a bull. Ah! 
done. He goes, wow. And I said, what? And I'm, I'm still trying to process it. Like, heart emoji? Yeah, but you what? posted the heart emoji like weeks before you were even dating you and yes, pussy. exactly. Yeah. Right, right. It was weeks before. And and I'm still trying to like figure it all out. Like I'm like this this can't be what I think it is because that's just fucking crazy. So uh, it turned out a woman. She's like, can you heart emoji her photo? And you're you're fucking her. And how long has that been going on? Uh, you know she's going crazy. And I, I said, well, how? I, I just put that on there to be polite. She uh, you know she always is always very. Um, you know, uh, polite and nice to me. Uh, when I post a photo, she says, you know, you look handsome, you look great. And I said, I was just returning the favor. And I said, besides, and, I, and, and she's not buying it. You know, I'm looking at her face. And so I just, I, I just threw out the Hail Mary, man. I, I said, besides, she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> and she's not in a wheelchair. Trisha's <laughs> <Just, just> not <laughs> in a wheelchair at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no. She's very active. <laughs> and I, I and, and I just start thinking like my mind's going a million miles an hour and I'm processing all the photos I've ever seen of her and I'm starting to realize, oh thank God, they're all from the neck up. Right, right, Trisha. You know, there's no pictures from the neck up. <laughs> yeah, there's no pictures of her like, you know, standing or walking. So I'm like, Oh, thank thank goodness for her being so self conscious. And so 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 you and Pussy's furious, man. She's like she said, you're fucking a woman in a wheelchair? I was like, no, no, completely. This, that's not, you know, the exact opposite of what I, in my intention. I said, no, I, obviously not. I said, I, I'm, I just said that because she's in a wheelchair and I'm trying to, you know, make her, I was just trying to, you know, be nice and, and make her, you know, be kind to her. And so she got, you know, she started, and I could tell she started looking, you know, furiously thumbing through her phone. And I could tell she was going to, to her profile and looking through the pictures to see, you know, saw a picture of her in a wheelchair. And she was, well, I don't see any wheelchairs in here. And I said, well, she's very self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I, I hung up. I got out of that with her. The first thing I did was I said, I got to poop. And I ran to the bathroom and I, gra- and I grabbed my phone and, I, and I'm like madly texting Trisha. I'm like, and I said, Hey, if this crazy girl contacts you, you're in a wheelchair. Just trust me, please. <laughs> but Trisha <laughs> goes along with it, too. So, yeah, she went along with it. For, she's still going along with it. No, now it's become like a running joke. Like, okay, yeah. so you have to tell what uh, the other friend did as a prank to Trisha. Um, the, <laughs> the cameo. Oh, okay. The cameo. Right. So this other friend of ours gets... A cameo of Necklace Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance to, to, to do a cameo for Trisha because Trisha has been such a good sport about everything. And, uh, and, and the cameo and Big Ed is like, you know, that little, that little nutless alien voice is. And he's like, uh, I just want to tell you, um, you know, you just keep your head up and you, one day you'll walk again. It'll be, it'll be good. You'll walk again. I promise you. You just got to be positive. Just, just think, think legs, think legs. You can walk. You can do it. And then, <laughs> Big Ed thinks Trish is in a wheelchair too. Yeah. Yeah. And so Big Ed did a cameo just for Trish. Oh yeah. So does and so you, and, me, you and Pussy still thinks Trisha's wheelchair bound, right? Yeah, because at that point, that solidified my claim. So I said, hey, 
you ain't pussy. If you don't fucking believe me, look at this. And it was, and I, and I showed her the Big Ed cameo. <laughs> and, and she's like, gosh, damn, really? Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, and and so every once in a while she still busts it back out. She's like, and I just know, I just know you're so twist weird things. You want to fuck amputees, and, and it's on your list, and you, you, it's gonna be a girl in a wheelchair. And I know you're fucking that woman in that wheelchair. You want to fuck and, amputees? And, <laughs> God, can you imagine the penetration in an amputee? Like you could get balls deep in that thing, deeper than any other pussy ever, because there's no legs in the way. That, I have to say that's so, that's true. Be a fucking a pocket pussy. There's nothing in the way. That'll I'm perfectly be, fine with that. That'll be your next doubleist mission. I I've been trying for my entire life. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, forums out there for it. You can go on Reddit. You could go on doublelist for it. I mean, there's different. There's so many different forums for that. I've tried. I've tried. What I find is is that there's there's for every 1000 fucking looky loos that are just, you know, interested in it and want to see it or want to think they want to try it. There's maybe one legless whore <laughs> that that'll do it, you know? And the other ones want relationships. Oh yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. I kind of like want to fuck that midget, <laughs> but, um, I finally fucked a midget. Wait, when Wait, you did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About five years ago. Five and, years uh, or five was, months? Yeah. No, five years. It was like a, a lifelong goal. And I, you know, I have a bucket list, sexual bucket list. And, um, and, and I met this, this, I was at a strip show and, you know, I had to take, I took her out two times because, um, she was a stripper and, and she, I had to take her, I took her out twice to dinner and then finally I got to fuck her on the second date because, um, she said, all these guys have these fucking sick bucket lists and all they want to do is fuck, is fuck a midget and they think because I'm a stripper, I'm a whore. And I'm like, well, I fucked you on the second date, so I mean, you know. True, true. Sounds <laughs> cool. Yeah. So did you call but, her uh, again? Did you like have oh, a yeah, relationship yeah. with this or was just like no, this was a one-time thing? No, no relationship. I, I just, you know, I mean, I didn't particularly like her. I mean, I, I wouldn't have been opposed to it because it was really kind of fucking, it was kind of a turn on. Oh, and, uh, the midget thing? Yeah, she smelled funny though, man. They smell real weird. They smell like wax, like waxy. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just we. It, I'm not. I don't know, man. It, I, it's not something I want to pursue. You know. But uh, she, but it was great while it lasted. Well, every once in a while, I still jerk off and think about it. Like but, wax feet. What? Wait, yeah, what do yeah. they smell like? Wax feet. Yeah, like wax. Like they they smell like feet and wax. Like, uh, it, it's just, it's weird. I, I don't know if that was exclusive to her or if all midgets smelled that way, but since she represents all midgets, all one of the midgets I've had sex with, I have to imagine that they all smell that way. She wasn't dirty or anything. She just smelled, it was just a weird smell. It was like a, you know how black people say that white people smell like wet dog? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, was kind of like that. It was like, it was kind of a wet dog, waxy foot smell. <laughs> You know what? I've never actually sniffed a tiny person, so I think that's something new. That might be on my bucket list. I think they have a weird pH balance. 
Oh, I could see that. I, like how heavy people sometimes, like their pheromones, like give off a wafty smell of like pussy sometimes. Yeah. We have, we have yes. a biller at our office that smells like she kind of looks like oh. a rotten pickle. Oh, I told you about the pickle. You should, yeah, we I, talked about the pickle. She's I told you about <laughs> Yeah, she looks like a rotten pickle and she's a hefty woman and she smells like like dirty vaginas sometimes. I think it's her like pheromones Ugh. are like giving off scents because I don't think they can like clean all the way in certain places when yeah. you get to like a certain 400 plus pounds. I think you're right, man. I think you're right. And the, um, uh, we, we, we were talking about her and as a matter of fact, when I get a boner in inappropriate places, you think of I her. have to think of it. Yeah. I have to do her to make it go away. Yeah, because I sent you her her picture because she sent us like a sweaty picture of her one time after a night of binge drinking in the bathroom, like naked, to prove that yeah. she wasn't feeling good so she could take a day off of work. Yeah, and the trap, she lived in a trap house. The, there was no sheets on the bed. Yeah, she doesn't have like any sheets on her bed. Yeah, but, she doesn't put sheets on the bed. She just sleeps on like a dirty mattress, and she's a crazy alcoholic. Like, she literally comes in smelling like like sweating out vodka, and I guess, I don't know, maybe she just like sweats out the vodka on the sheets. It's disgusting. Yeah, that was that was brutal. She was horrible. Yeah, she's pretty rough. I actually like her a lot more now than when I did because I think she's curbed the drinking because she was always showing up like an hour and a half late, like sweating a booze, and she was always clocking out, claiming it was COVID, but it was really just and fucking also alcohol. Mayo and ketchup yeah. on your paperwork. Oh yeah, that's right. She always got like condiments on all of my paperwork. Like there was like uh. mustard stains and mayonnaise on my paperwork one time after she was finished billing it. I forgot uh. about that. Yeah, Addy would send me pictures. I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, there was always condiments from her fucking that's, hoagie on my paperwork. That's fucking horrible. Right? So much. Oh. I had like gogurt spills on it one time. It was like a lot going on. Oh my gosh, that's that's deplorable. Ugh. So what else is going on with you, Claude? Anything new? So you're broken up with you and Pussy now, but you think she's going to get back with you tonight? Well, yeah. Um, she told me that, okay, I I have a thing about, she's very, she she loves to, she's very nurturing. Okay. Like she loves to take care of me, you know? Like she's a great cook and she loves to cook for me. She loves like the tradition, she loves being a traditional role uh, of the housewife. She loves being in that role. You know, and so she loves cooking. She loves like, uh, doing my laundry, you know, and I feel like I've been, you know, I've been a single guy for a long time and like, I don't, first of all, I don't want her doing my laundry because I'm a sweaty, gross, disgusting freak. I mean, I, I, everything's covered in masturbation from cum and from me jerking off everywhere. I'm at the gym all the time. I got sweaty clothes. It's, It's fucking, it's gross. Like I, don't do my laundry. I'll do it. Do you have skin you know, marks? Basically. No, no. I'm very proficient with the paperwork. Okay. But to a, to a fault. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so she, she's a, but she, you know, she didn't even, she wouldn't even care if I had skin marks. She was still doing, you know, she, she doesn't care. So, um, so I, like, I finally broke down. I had to do my laundry and, and, uh, I was like, man, I, man, I haven't done my laundry. I gotta do my laundry tonight. I can't come over. She was well, just bring your laundry. We can do it here at my house. And I said, ah, uh, oh, that's good. I'm good. I'll, I'll just do it at home, you know, some other time. And, uh, and she goes, uh, no, just bring it. And I thought, you know what? All right. So I just grabbed my laundry and I did it. Had it my, and I had a bunch of dirty laundry in my truck already from the gym. And so I, I just threw my bag in there. 
and uh, went over there. So I, I started doing the laundry, and or I started to do it. She goes, no, here, I got it. So she started doing the laundry. Well, we fell asleep and never put them in the dryer, you know, put my clothes in the dryer. So I left for work, and we get into this massive fucking fight during uh, during work because she, she got fired again. She gets fired. She's had, like, three jobs in the last two months. Why does she get fired well, all the don't time? don't you think that's a red flag? That's a little bit of a red flag. Oh, yeah, that's the red flag. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed. I'm the, that's the first one, I guess. <laughs> no, she... So... Uh, I, I, and I'm sitting there thinking every article of clothing I own is at that fucking woman's house. You know, and I'm real careful not to leave anything there. I yeah. don't even have a toothbrush there. Yeah. You know, because I've been through this shit before and then it's a struggle to get your shit back or you just write it off. And and I'm sick of writing my shit off. You know, <laughs> I don't want to lose any more stuff. I get it. So, and it's all of your clothes too. All your schmalice yeah, man uniforms, everything. Yeah, well, yeah, I usually get those dry clean, but but my off duty, you know, when I'm casual, like I've got you know some polo shirts that I can wear sometimes, you know, instead of my polo uniform. So, but I had some of those, yeah, just all my clothes, all, every pair of jeans I have, all my socks, all my underwear. So, um, I uh, and my gym clothes, which you know I wear uh, sleeveless shirts at the gym, it constantly. That's what I'm known for. <laughs> right, you said that you really take having- s- selfies in the gym with the sleeveless shirts. Yeah, and and, uh, so, <laughs> and, uh, and so I have all my favorites, man. You know, they, they smell terrible. You know, they're they're just old T-shirts that I cut the sleeves off of. They're not. I mean, you know, they're they're not. It's not like expensive activewear, but uh, they fit perfectly. I love them, and they're mine. Right. You know that, yeah. like so. So I, uh, um, I, uh, uh, so we get this huge fight. So she calls me and says. Hey, uh, your laundry is all over the fucking yard, you dick. Oh, that's not oh, nice. come on. C- come get it. All your wet laundry. And I was thinking, wait, wait a minute. It was washed last night, and I know she had a bunch of her laundry to do. And I know that she would have probably just put it in the dryer early this morning. And I'm you know, like, I'm putting it all together. You know, the detective in me is like, putting all the clothes in there. I'm like, well, why would it be wet? I guarantee she dried it. Like, even though it was before we fell asleep, it wasn't in the dryer, but I guarantee she dried it. Then I found out she fucking threw my shit in the yard and turned the water hose on and hosed it all down. That's annoying. uh, Yeah. So after we have this big fight and everything, we work it out, I guess, you know, I'm like, what, you know, stop being so crazy, whatever. And we, we worked it out and she goes, okay, well, I guess I'll go pick up your laundry and rewash it for you. I was like, you really did put it out in the fucking yard? Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, so I get to, I got right before the call today, right before I called in, I get the, uh, we need to talk. Not again. Oh my God. Do you, you you have no idea what it's about this time? None. No idea whatsoever. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. No telling. But I feel like, Claude, I'm going to say it. I feel like you secretly, deep down, love the psychotic he behavior. This. He loves it. You feed into this psychotic behavior. And if it wasn't this psychotic, I feel like you'd be bored. Well, I, I long for boredom, though. You know? Okay. Like I, I, 
I just, I just, uh, I have this guilt. Like, uh, you know, I, I, when it's good, you know, when we get along, we get along fantastically. But when we're fighting, it's uh, like zero to a hundred, you know, it's like the worst. Do you think and, she's uh, bipolar? But why do you keep her around? Because you love the uh, roller because, coaster. Yeah. No, it's more like I feel guilty. Like she starts to make me feel like I'm at fault, you know, for things. And I'm sure I am to some extent, you know, but not egregiously. You know, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not cheating on her. Right. You know, I joke about cheating on her, but you know, I, I, I don't cheat on her. I haven't, che- or I haven't had the opportunity yet. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's another thing. I can't say no to people. So, <laughs> So yeah, yeah, man. And so she, she, it's just a, you know, it, it's like a, I feel like I, I'm got the save a whole life, you know? And I yeah. feel like, man, what would she do without me? Like she couldn't make it without me. And I'm thinking, man, she's made it 40 fucking four years without me. What, you know, like she'll be fine. Yeah. yeah so like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I don't, uh, you know, she keeps losing her job, man. And I'm, you know, paying her bills. You know, save a hoe. Yeah, yeah. She, I didn't know this. Right here. Yeah, Captain Save a Hoe right here. Uh, she tried to tell me the other night that somebody stole her car. What does that tell you? Nobody the stole her not, car. You stole her exactly. car? Exactly. Yeah, I'll knows. tell you, somebody I'll tell you stole the car. A when, tow truck stole the car from the bank. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's repossessed. Her car gets repossessed. I didn't know. You know, I didn't know she was buying. And, uh, so she's at home, three kids, no car, uh, fired that same day that the car, that the car was repossessed. Is that your uh, problem, though? It seems to be, according <laughs> to her. Wait, did she blame you for this? No, no, but she's she's blaming me. Like, we got in this huge fight last night or whatever, and, she, and, and she's uh, blaming me for abandoning her, and she's got abandonment issues and all that shit, and... And, all I, and I found a car for her that I was going to go buy, you know, just a cash car. She, she was pissed at me because I wouldn't co-sign for her. I have excellent credit, man. I'm not going to fucking co-sign for that. Yeah, no, there's no way you would ever co-sign for her or anybody in anybody this world. Ever. Maybe like Never. your kid when they Maybe first buy a car. Right, right, right. Yes, that's it, man. And and uh, and she's, I, you know, as a cop, they... They analyze your debt to income ratio to keep an eye on your uh, on corruption. Right. Yeah. You know, so once a year, I get I have to go through a a, a credit check, and they analyze my debt to income ratio. And if I've got some car in there that throws off my debt to income ratio, I go on their radar for possible corruption. Yeah. No. Not worth it, especially and since it, this probably won't last another more than another couple of months. Realistically, I don't know. The pussy's so good, though, man. But it that's why so you yeah. stay. Exactly. It's, so and oh, she yeah yeah. Well, she keeps like holding the butthole over my face, like like teasing me with it, like the carrot the carrot for the donkey. Oh, did you, you do know? that on Valentine's Day? Because Valentine's Day, you said you were trying to pop her fucking balloon knot. Yes, and I did not because she got drunk and sick. Oh. You said you were going to dig an extra hole in her that night and you took like right. 50 milligrams of Viagra or something like that. I was I was bursting at the blood vessels in my dick <laughs> that night. And uh, and so I, she was uh, like bitten over the toilet puking and I said, you know what, I'm going for it. I fucking ripped her pants off and I started trying to get it in while she was in the, all over the toilet. She was falling asleep and she just kind of rolled over on her stomach and I just mounted on top. I got it in, man. I finished. 
<laughs> Good for you, man. Oh yeah. My God. I, <laughs> I didn't get it in the butt, but man, I, I, I guess, you know, I should have tried. I probably could have. You probably could have that night. You just lube it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like one time, you know, I always joke around with her like, man, why don't you let me, why don't you let me lick your ass? Let me do that. And she's like, no, I, she won't even barely let me go down on her. And uh, she's real self-conscious for some reason. So she was just, every time she's standing there naked, I grab her real hard by the hips from behind and I bury my face in her crack. And I try to, you know, like, like motor, motor ass cheeks and get my tongue in there. Because I think when she feels it, she's going to feel how good it is. And she's, it feels it. She's not, she's got to change her mind. Do you start with a finger ever or no? Well, I've tried. Every time I get close to it, she'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Don't do that. So, oh, so I, now I've tried the I've tried the uh, surprise method where I just grab her by the hips and bury my face in her butt real fast. Well, you gotta yeah. do the quick pull out. You know how like you accidentally pull out and accidentally shoot it in, but shoot it in the yeah. wrong hole. I that I have tried that. I have tried that. I was denied with by the the, the gates of that castle were fortified. <laughs> that hurts like a motherfucker when you're penetrating and you penetrate too hard and it goes slips from one hole to the other hole accidentally. Oh, I can wink wink yeah. accidentally and you're just like <laughs> feeling Yeah, and I literally go through the ceiling yeah, you when feel that happens. Like your entire life is flashed before your yeah. eyes at that moment because it's in fucking dry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, we, we had some, uh, um, I, I keep trying to, uh, on New Year's Eve, I tried to, uh, talk her into going to, um, uh, a swingers club, a sex club. Oh, all right. And, um, like down, down here we have, I don't know, I, I don't know, I haven't really, like, done any, any sex exploring in other cities, so I don't know how it works, but, but here we have these, um, uh, swingers clubs, and you, they're not exactly, I mean, they're for swingers, but they're more of a, they're kind of a sex club also, you know, like, yeah, there's no rules. Um, and, uh, you pay a, uh, membership fee at the door. And when you go in and then you, um, you pay your entry fee. Well, the membership fee makes it to where it's a private facility. So you can't get arrested for lewdness in public. Oh, okay. So, it's on premise. So, you know, your, your swingers clubs, you have, you have on premise and off premise clubs and off premise clubs serve alcohol and you just meet the couples there and dance or whatever, and then go somewhere else, you know, to hook up. Well, yeah. on premise means they can't sell alcohol, but it's BYOB. So you can bring all the liquor you want and it's fucking asses and elbows Caligula in there. Oh shit. Yeah. And there's, some of them have like dungeons and, um, you know, uh, the fetish rooms and stuff. There's one place that closed down. It was called the cave and they had, uh, this one room and it was nothing but women's shoes. Yeah. I have one friend that is obsessed with high heels. Like for his birthday, I'll literally just send him a picture of my feet wearing high heels. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw that picture. That was a sexy fucking picture. <laughs> if you weren't into, if I wasn't into feet or heels before I would be now, that was a great picture. <laughs> There was something really sexy about that. Like it really made me question what I'm really into. But, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, in there was a, there's other, there was a, uh, one of the places had this, it was nothing but showers in there, like shower bays. And, and it wasn't for showering. It was for getting pissed on. It was a golden shower room. Oh, oh nice. In the bathroom. Yeah. 
have this place here in Houston called Eyes Wide Shut, and this place is like nothing. I mean, I I I, I never participate here, but I go to watch because uh, you just got to see it. Like these are things that you just got to see. You, you know, like uh, I I don't get it. You know, I don't participate because. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine the diseases that are in there. Yeah. I just can't. And it's you know, all like creepy, are, creepy people in there, too. These are creepy people. Yeah. Um, but Eyes Wide Shut is a tranny-friendly um, sex club that's kind of based around the idea of a, of a, an adult bookstore, like an, like an arcade. Oh. You know, like, like the old Times Square peep shows, you know? Yeah. yeah. But there's a central... There's all these little rooms around there that have glory holes in them, and glory holes are illegal in this county. Are they um, really? Yeah, yeah. And every once in a while, they'll board them up because they'll get raided, and then some, some, just you know, very creative cocksucker figures out a way to get a new hole drilled in there. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and there's websites where they where you can go to track the glory holes in this area. Shut no the like, fuck up. Yeah. That's actually kind of amazing. Like, That's amazing. Yeah, and they're like, hey, go to the Home Depot on, you know, this street, this street, third stall in the men's restroom. Uh, I just drilled this hole, and they'll put a picture of it. Oh, my like, God. You're definitely on yeah. there. Yeah, you're definitely on yeah. there, Claude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm all, yeah, I'm fascinated by it. So I'm, I'm following <laughs> all of them. I don't know where all of them are. And, uh, <laughs> but see, I, if I were going to engage in this activity... The reason I would do it is because there's a possibility that it's a woman on the other side. You know, you know, it's not, but there's a possibility. So that makes it not gay. But then (laughs) it doesn't matter because you don't know who it really is. So it's, it's mind over matter. You know what I mean? It's mind over matter. Yeah. And then when you pull your dick back and you see a mustache, I mean, some women have mustaches. Some women have mustaches. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, no, I'm I'm kidding. But, uh, so you can track the glory holes. Well, this place has glory holes in every fucking day. It's kind of like they raised both middle fingers to the city and said, fuck you, come take our glory holes. And they put them in all the rooms. So they have all these rooms, and then they have a big, like, bedroom, um, on, you know, with a bed in it, and that's where they have gangbang Mondays. So you go, you can, you register online, and then when you get there, they give you a special price. It's a ten dollar entry fee, and uh, they give you like a um, wristband, I guess, which lets you come and go all day. And then, uh, and then you're allowed in. You know, the people at the gangbang have pre-approved you because you know they, you've pre-done it. So um, they've seen your picture and everything, and uh, you know when you when you pre-register, so they approve that you can go in. So you get the the wristband, and you get to, to go in and enter the gangbang. And um, so it was. Uh, um, the the thing is though, the crazy thing is it could be a woman. It could be a man. It could be a transvestite. It could be a transsexual. It doesn't matter. It's gangbang Monday and they have time slots for the gangbangs. Oh my God. That's kind of fascinating. There's actually, I know. I, want I know. To too. Well, next time we go and visit you in Texas or when we finally visit you in Texas, where you're going to take us there so we could just witness oh this. hell yeah oh we're gonna go on a sex capade well i'll take you to all and then no the sex clubs are very high class and very high dollar okay oh, so good. this place is a ten dollar entry fee 
Okay, so like, <laughs> such high this class. Is, this is the seediest, nastiest, and and I've been to it a million times because I had to see it. Not, I didn't get involved. In yeah, it, I don't even know. want to get involved. I would be so creeped out because you'd get that squatty little fuck that looks like Ron Jeremy that's covered in yes. like hair that smells that is just creepily like trying to finger blast you, and that just scares yes. the fuck out of me. Yeah, but like I oh, want to yeah. see this stuff. We actually, one of my friends and I. We want to go to a place around here. It's called like Cherry Bomb or something like that. And it has glory holes and they do like all these live shows. And we're like, we found out we we were like dying to go and see what it actually is inside because it's right around the corner and it's it's open and it's COVID still. So technically you yeah. have to wear a mask in there. So, but okay. it's like, I just have to see it and nobody's going to know who I am because I'm wearing a mask. Right. Oh, that's, it's perfect. It's yeah. like they, they do there before COVID, they would do masquerade balls um, at the, at the sex clubs. And that way everybody could wear a mask and nobody, you would, you could go completely anonymous. Oh, that's even better. Yes. And, I love that. Yeah. And they would, you know, but it was a mask of the eyes, not over the mouth, but um, they uh, kind of like eyes wide open or eyes wide shut the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but these places, the, the, the actual swingers clubs are really nice. And they're, it's like a hundred dollars, $100 entry fee and then a $50 membership fee and then like a $20 bottle fee or whatever. So it's about 175, 200 bucks to get in for the night yeah. and they're open till 5am and it's oh. BYOB. And so you, you bet you can really save money by doing it because yeah. like, you know, two people can drink a whole lot more than 200 bucks at a bar. And aren't you know? ladies free? Like the one by us, cherry yeah, bombs or whatever, ladies. ladies are free, I think. Right. Always. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. Single ladies. And uh, they, they'll let single men, um, they'll let them come on Wednesdays and Fridays, but Saturdays is couples only and yeah. single women only. And um, and they have it, some of them are kind of funny because they have it blocked off to where the single guys are in one section and then they have to be invited down from the section. So what do they do? You Just know? like stand as wallflowers until they get picked? Yeah. They stand there hanging out with the swinging dicks drinking until the, one of the couples deems them okay to come down. Oh my God. And then, uh, that, and then, uh, they got in trouble legally for doing that. They said it was discriminatory because a bunch of people oh, said give that me they a were, break. They, nobody was picking the, the black guy or the Mexican guy or the white guy or whatever. Cause you oh, know, Jesus they, Christ. So they, yeah, they had to change the whole thing. And so it became to where, uh, now they just, you know, let everybody mingle. But they have like a dungeon in one of them, so they have a dance floor, and then you meet the couples on the dance floor. It's, you know, you can dance naked, whatever. You know, the women can. Um, but then they have a uh, the back section where all the where the fucking goes down. Like the front section is where the the light teasing goes down. The back section is where people get down to nasty business. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's a hot tub there. I can't even imagine my wildest fucking dreams getting into a hot tub at a fucking swingers club. I feel like you would have age just by dipping your big toe in there. Yes. I'm t- I know, yeah. Just that, the, the cum swirling stew that's in there. I can't even, ugh. Oh, and, I would not yeah, be no. okay with that. No, not at all. I can't fucking COVID test up my nose. Right. Oh, right, right. I feel and, like, um, no. Yeah, no. Fucking no. No, that's disgusting. And there's there's a place here called Colette, Club Colette, and they have one in Dallas and one in Houston. And uh, Dallas is notoriously I okay. True Houstonians hate Dallas. Okay, I'm from I'm 
like fourth generation and from Houston. I fucking detest Dallas. I hate it. I don't think it's part of Texas. <laughs> and uh, real people, real Texans feel that way. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, Dallas is very nice, very upscale, high dollar, everything. You know, Houston's kind of a slummy, slummier of the two. Yeah. But um, uh, they, um, uh, that the swingers clubs up there are there's a million of them, and they are all very high class. And Dallas is the land of plastic surgery, so the women up there are top notch. Like, Ooh. It, I hate giving them credit for that, but. I have to say that. I mean, it's one of the, besides Malibu, California, maybe Fort Lauderdale, there's more hot women like per capita in Dallas than any other city. Oh shit. And, uh, yeah. No, man. Yeah. So when you get there, like when you go to the swingers clubs up there, it is like, I mean, it's these, they're classy people. You know, the swingers clubs down here are like, you know, uh, prime example, the, the most populated, um, like in, in the swingers club, it, the, you're almost guaranteed if you talk to another couple, that guy is going to be some kind of, you know, construction worker, some kind of trade. And the woman is going to be a teacher's aide or a teacher. Yeah. Teachers are the well, that's how it is here bunch too. of yep. Yeah, yeah that's man. how it is here. Absolutely. And, and uh, once in a while you'll get like the attorneys, you know, like they'll have a, a classy night. You'll, you'll see a lot of attorneys there, a lot of judges and shit like that. But you know, you do see a lot of cops in there too. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Cops are fucking assholes, man. I mean, uh, you know, well, they're like sexual deviants. They're notorious cheaters. cheaters. Every cop I know is a notorious. cheater. There, there's a lot of, it, it's because it exudes dominance, man. There, there's a lot of cops that just, you know, and I, and I work with guys like that. I mean, at least I'm open about, you know, I'm open about it. I'm an open book. Yeah, about your but, sex um, addiction. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So um, you tried to bring UN pussy there, and yeah, she didn't she, go with you. Well, she's always talking about how her pussy's going to rock your world. You know, that one of those kind of people, you know, one of those type of chicks. It's, my pussy is just, I'm, people have left their wives for my pussy. You know, I mean, so. She uh, says that to you? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good. You know, they kept, it's keeping me around, but I mean, it's not like groundbreaking. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, leaving a wife and kids for her or anything. <laughs> See, now, Addie, you would be the type of pussy that a guy would leave his wife and kids for. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> well, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't have any of your exquisite exclusive pictures. You can feel free to send up. <laughs> yet, yet, you, I can't even keep a guy around for more than a year. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what year? You're a fucking, that's a fucking marathon. <laughs> this last relationship was about five months. It wasn't even a yeah. relationship. I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm good for about three to four myself. That's about it. Right. And then you're like, all right, next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either next or, or I just, I don't know if I'm just not meant to be in a relationship or if I'm just a selfish guy. I Some people know. aren't I, meant I don't to. I think that you might yeah. be not meant to be in a relationship. Some people just aren't meant to. Yeah. You know, like I, I have my stuff. I have my house. I have, you know, the way I, I don't want to share it, you know. I get like, that. You and pussies, uh, you know, she, she's been talking about, um, she's like, well, with our combined incomes, I can move and get a bigger house. Combined and, income? Well, she doesn't even have a fucking job. She just got fired from her third job. Third job in two months, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And, yeah, uh, red flag right there. Claude. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's got a master's degree. 
You know, she, she gets matter. a good job. Doesn't Some people matter. are just lazy. It's not even about what they can do. It's about what they're willing to do and what they well, actually do. You know, she's not lazy, but what she is, and I've noticed, is like um, she comes in and acts like she fucking knows everything. You know, and, and they try to tell her, like, she got fired this time because the guy asked her to, uh, her boss, she was like the right-hand man to this big boss, and, and he said, hey, look, I need a spreadsheet, but I need this chart put into a pie chart, put into a pie chart. Can you do that? And, and I need it for this meeting in two hours. And she goes, yeah, I can do that. I know how to do that. She had no idea how to fucking do it. She couldn't figure it out. She didn't get it done. Oh, so guy, like that's what I do every day. Like, that's what people ask me to do every fucking day. But you do it and you yeah. know how to and, do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I instead of saying, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Instead of saying, I don't know how to do that. Um, you know, can you, I can't do that in two hours. Can someone else do it? And the guy like, oh yeah, sure, sure. I just need it done. That would, that's what would happen. But she fucking pretends to know everything, you know? And so instead of just saying, I, I don't know, she says, oh yeah, sure. I know how to do that. And then she couldn't figure it out. She couldn't get it done in time. Yeah, so they launched and, her to get somebody else that actually knows how to do it. But yeah, but they also launched her. I mean, that was one reason, but she does that. She rubs people the wrong way. You know, like people that have been there, you know, people have been there four or five years, and then they come in and they're like, here, here, I'm training you. This is how you do it. She's like, oh, I know how to do that. I know how to do that. You know, and, and they're like, uh, maybe, but this is how you do it here. You know, and then she doesn't give people a chance to teach her. Right. So yep. she wants to act like she knows everything. Well, so that rubs people the wrong way. Well, then... You know, she's got three fucking kids and they're all, you know, sick all the time. And so the, in the, she worked at this place seven days. Uh, in seven days, she called in sick one day. Um, another day, her kid was sick, so she couldn't come in. And then another day, her car was, quote unquote, stolen, so she couldn't come in. In seven fucking days, she missed three days. No. Yeah. And that was her first seven days there. First seven days. Yeah, no. There's then, no uh, shot there, in hell that I would, if I was a boss, I would give that person another shot. No yeah, way. So they're like, Kate, adios, man. You if know, was, you, if it's I not working the, out. Even the worker, I would be embarrassed. Embarrassed. I'd be mortified. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would never. And she can't figure out why she keeps getting fired. And she's done the same pattern with these last three jobs. Like I've watched it. Like, she'll call me from home at 10 o'clock. I'm like, where, where are you? She's like, I'm at home. I called in today. You just started that job. Yeah. Well, she wants you somebody know, to fucking pay for her, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, that. Um, I don't know, man. She, yeah, I guess so. I, I, I don't I, She's just, she's one of those people that self-sabotages. Right. I think. Right. Yeah, A lot of definitely. people do that. Yeah. And then, and then she blames it on me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Like you should sure. be running for the hills and you're not. I should be. I know I should be. I, eventually I have to, man. Well, you even yeah. say that relationships don't play out more than like three to four months with you. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're in month four right now and we've already broken up like eight times. All right. Well, uh, probably another month and then you'll be on to somebody new back on double list. <laughs> yeah. Come to, come to New so. York. Yeah. Come to New York, Claude. We'll take you out. <laughs> oh, no kidding, man. Oh my gosh. Look. Is, has Cuomo lifted the, the bands on everything yet? No, it's He's still a, 10 p.m. 11. Oh, oh, it's 11 now? Yeah. Be, yeah. yeah, because oh. COVID knows how to tell time. Right, right. And That's if, what you, if you sit down, it can't get you, but if you stand Exactly. That's right. That's right. They, they were, for a while there, they were trying to tell us uh, down here to wear your mask while you eat and only pull it down to put the fork in your mouth. Shut the fuck up. Come and on. That's exactly what the response they got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, just so stupid. It's so and, uh, stupid. 
and of course, you know, the police department has got to, you know, be the, the pocket pussy of society, you know, let everybody fuck us. And we got to, you know, just bend over for everything. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, I got to, and I can't tell you how many times people have, have called in and complained. I saw a deputy of yours not wearing a mask. And he wasn't social distancing either. And he had his nose above it under his mask. Yeah. You know, oh, he made them great. kick rocks. Exactly. Yeah, and so if you get a good boss, you know they're like, "Okay, ma'am, I will make a note." <laughs> you know, and then the, but then you've got the the ones who are all gung ho and on board with all this bullshit, and they're like, "It is imperative that you wear that mask correctly at all times." I never wear yeah. my mask correctly. I have to say, it's always under my nose. Oh yeah, me too, man. I don't, I don't, I don't wear a period. You know, Alex doesn't wear a period. She just like doesn't remember good. to wear it ever. Like, Good we'll be, like, you, walking man. in and leaving restaurants, and I'm like, Alex, put on your fucking mask. And she'll be like, God damn it. <laughs> I just, yeah. uh, listen, I'm healthy. I don't need to wear the fucking mask. Right. <laughs> Goodbye. And, and that's when, when I get confronted, you know, when I'm not in uniform, when I get confronted, and, and, uh, and they say, hey, what about your mask or something? I, I just want to say, well, so what you're saying is, I'm not wearing a mask, but you are, so you don't believe that your mask works. Exactly. Why are you even wearing Thank one? You. Right. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You if know? the masks work, then why do I have to wear one? Yep. Yeah. Yes. If the so, vaccine works, why do I need to get a vaccine? Yeah. You have it. I don't need to have it then. Yeah. Goodbye. Right. Fuck out well, of my fucking face. I agree, man. You know what? I, what I've heard about that vaccine is that um, it all it's gene it's genetically altering. Yeah, so yeah like, I've heard that too. It's fertility. It fucks with fertility. It fucks with a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah, so like if you haven't had kids or don't plan or plan to later and you get it, you can have like a birth, all kinds of birth defects, man. Autism, yep. fucking yeah. three heads, whatever. Uh, and I'm not, I mean, that's not conspiracy theory. That's straight back. No, I mean, this is medical. Know? Yeah, I refuse to get it. I, you I'm could not, not no, it. Alex and I are, we, I don't get the flu shot. I don't, I don't get, get anything. I don't get the flu shot either. I don't even take an Advil when I'm sick. Literally, I don't even, I like, yeah. only if I'm in like crazy chronic pain will I take like two leave every once in a blue moon. I'm the same way. I've yeah, done enough damage to my liver. Yeah. Plus, we're all immune yeah. to it because I'm like an ex fucking crackhead junkie that I feel like the right. amount of shit that I put yeah. in my body at this point, like I've weeded all any type of disease out. Literally. Yeah. Right. If I could go to Pasha and like feel that sickness. Yeah. I'm good. I've sniffed so much coke off of toilet seats and random dive bars. <laughs> Me too. Right? That Me it's too. like all that fucking disgusting shit that I've like inhaled over the past couple of years. I think I'm okay. <laughs> that is so great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Y'all are good girls. <laughs> Man. Well, Claude, yeah, well, thank you, you for coming thank on. Thank you so much for thank coming you. on again. We like love having you on and we are definitely going to come down to Texas one day and just have a definitely. shit show of a fucking party with you once everything opens I can't up. Wait. Are that you are you guys on like crazy lockdowns there too or no or is it a little no. bit fair? No, it's we don't give a shit. All right, um, let's go. I mean, let's go. Harris County, Houston. Where I mean, you got to wear a mask here and there, you know. But it, yeah, nobody, but same here. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care. You have to yeah. wear one everywhere you go. Yeah. So I, I just I see the people wearing fucking gloves and a face mask in their car, and I just I just want to pull them over and give them a ticket for being a fucking idiot by themselves, oh, right? I, yeah, I, like by I, themselves. I flip them off yes. every time. I'm like, fuck head. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Well, man, talking to you guys is therapeutic. Thank you for having me on here. Anytime, Claude. <laughs> and we, we love you. And we'll talk to you in 10 episodes. Sounds good. I'll see y'all then. All right, guys. Well, that was another doozy of a Claude episode. Yep. Every 10th episode, if you guys don't know, we have Claude on just because I love him to death. He always has some fun stories for us. He's a regular. Um, if the audio was a little bit you know, staticky. We apologize. He's calling in all the way from Texas, but I love him anyway. So we excuse the audio. Exactly. All right, guys, before we cut out, we are going to get into confession corner. Okay. So the first one, I spilled beans in an old lady's hair on her birthday. (laughs) To set the stage, I was 19 years old waiting tables at a chain restaurant And in my section, I was being pushed into a table that seated 16 people and the dread was already starting to set in. (laughs) The family couldn't be any sweeter, actually. And the guest of honor was a little old lady turning 92. Everything is going well and I'm serving the side plates to each guest along with the servings of rice and beans. I feel my tray starting... (laughs) Keep going... I feel my tray starting to shift to one side, but I overcorrect and one bean bowl sloshes over enough to for a few beans and the bean juice flies onto the edge onto the old woman's head, hovering over her cocktails too. The slosh of beans, to my absolute horror, lands smack dab in the middle of her hair and her bun. As I'm bracing for the, oh my God... I look around and see that no one noticed. So I just didn't react. I kept serving the family the rest of their meals. (laughs) Every time I woke around the table, I could see it. The splattered beans in her white pillowy hair. And and the family none the wiser. All is said and done. We wrap up their dining experience with a corporate birthday song. And they go on their way. (laughs) I would have died laughing at that. I can't even read it because because I'm fucking crying laughing. (laughs) I would laugh my ass off if I accidentally spilled beans in some old lady's hair while working in a Tex-Mex restaurant. Me too. I can't even fucking read the rest of the shit. (laughs) Okay, guys. Next confession. We're only doing two because this next one is very long. Okay, I stuck another girl's pencil up my vag and gave it back to her in eighth grade, circa 2007. I was really unpopular in middle school and badly bullied by the same group of popular girls for years. I was poor, wore clothes that didn't fit, had terrible acne, and had unfortunate had an unfortunate mishap of over-tweezing that left me with almost no eyebrows. I also have very abnormally short, pudgy fingers. I got called pizza face, midget hands, etc. all the time. I blossomed at around 17, and people from back then and people from back then barely recognize me now. I'm pretty confident, but the bullying still haunts me. Anyway, in eighth grade, there was this really pretty, mean, popular girl we called Allison. She was one of the worst to me and would come up to me and get my attention like she wanted to talk to me, just to make some really unnecessarily put down that embarrassed me in front of the class. 
Well, one day I was walking down the hall alone and found her pencil on the floor. I knew it was hers because she used it a lot. It was purple, sparkly, mechanical pencil with a silver grip cover. I took it home and wondered what to do with it. I thought about keeping it because I really liked it. So it was so pretty and my mom couldn't afford to get me pencils like that. But I knew if I used it at school, Allison would notice and demand it back. I fantasized that I would give it back to her and be a hero for finding it, and she'd thank me and we'd become friends, but I knew that was just a fantasy and it would never happen. I then thought about all the mean comments she made and decided I wanted revenge. So first I licked the pencil, then I rubbed it against the outside of my vag, then I stuck it up my vag, and I put (laughs) it in the side compartment of my backpack and took it to school. That morning in home base, I took it out and approached Allison and said, Allison, isn't this your pencil? She looked me up and down disgusted and said, no. Then the sweetest girl ever, Sadie, came over and said, that's my pencil. Grabs it gently from my hand and said, thanks. The pencil just looks similar to the purple one Allison used. I feel terrible about it to this day. (laughs) Whoops. Whoopsies. Sorry, Sadie. You got a vag pencil back. Bitch. She's probably like biting the eraser with it. Ew. Ew. All right, guys. Well, thank you for turning tuning into our latest episode. Go follow us on social media. Disappointed but not surprised is our Instagram. Disappointed but not surprised pod. And go listen to our partners, Pass the Gravy. They're yes. Pass the Gravy pod on social media. Um, they have a fantastic, for the guys out there listening, they have a fantastic sports episodes. They talk about football, hockey, all that stuff. So Pass the Gravy. And we will see you guys next week. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised.